The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the best of Game Time Decisions with Gabe Morency and Cam Stewart. Let's roll. So Alexander Ovechkin's party uh, still continues. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, their party's uh, done. It wow. was just sort of I gotta hand casual it. for them. I'll give it to you. You gave me credit for Washington. I'll give you. I'll give you credit for that. I, I thought I didn't know Cleveland was going to go down with a whimper like that. You called it. I thought they'd show something pathetic. One of the worst closeout games ever. Just melted down. That was. That's actually one of the worst like games to win uh, to clinch a championship I've ever seen. It's hard to um, you know. This has to tarnish, and I'm not saying tarnish because LeBron James yeah. is great, but. This has to at least rain on people's parade yep. about calling the greatest ever. Correct. Now, you want to speak of uh, amongst the greatest ever, Justify. Uh, now, in the history books, amongst the greatest ever. And uh, Justify is now 6-0. and So he's run six races. He's won all six races. Coincidentally, you know who else is, who else is 6-0? and Michael Jordan was 6-0 and in the finals. Uh, LeBron James is now a 3-9 and ooh, in ooh, NBA ooh, finals. Ooh, ooh. So, yeah, you don't get... Yeah, See, now Justify gets to be called alongside American Pharaoh and Affirmed and Secretariat and everybody else as being a Triple Crown winner. You know, people want to call LeBron James the greatest of all time, despite the fact if he was a horse, he just would have won three of nine races, which that's, that's you not... Win, yeah, you win a Breeders' Cup, you win a couple big races. Yeah, exactly. I'm not it, saying basically, he's a great horse. Basically, he's a stakes winner, but he hasn't won the Triple Crown. To win the Triple Crown, you're the best of all time. And we have some controversy with this race game. So, let's yeah, not kid do. ourselves here. We do. So we have some controversy after the fact. Now, listen, there was a little controversy that people sort of swept under the carpet after the uh, the Preakness, in which there probably was contact made in the mud and in the rain, uh, yet it was tough to see and nobody really wanted to, uh, to, to spoil the party, yeah. uh, so to speak. So now the controversy uh, is uh, basically uh, that restoring hope didn't try to win the race, that Restoring's whole, whole purpose uh, to be on the track was to protect, justify, and to uh, block and box other horses out. And ultimately, he Did was it? very, very successful <laughs> at doing exactly that. So much so that the owner of the horse, the owner of Restoring Hope, is upset because he's stating if he would have known that that's the way that that was going to go down, he never would have put Giroux on the on, on the on the mount and uh, basically so Florent Giroux uh Frenchman from France great uh, great Very good jockey yep. great jockeys on restoring hope Bob Baffert trains that horse yep. Oh, yep. also trains justify correct but if you own that horse cam 
You don't care if Justify wins. No. You put all this money into this horse for your horse to win at the Belmont. Couldn't have said any better, Gabe. This is NASCAR. You're not drafting. It's not a t- you know, Absolutely. And let's call this out for what it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig a little bit deeper. I told you, uh, Bob Baffert, yeah, sure, he's one of the best in the business, but he's pissed off people before. Jim Rome had a horse, shared belief. He got absolutely screwed in a race. He didn't talk to Baffert after that. I'm going to tell you that what they did, uh, if it wasn't, the final leg of the Triple Crown, when you don't want to take anything away from Justify, Gabe, if that's a regular race at Belmont on a Saturday afternoon, race five, there's an inquiry, and uh, def- they're definitely the stewards are taking a look at it. I thought it was ridiculous. Vino Rosso and Hoffberg got screwed that whole race. It was bumper car- It wasn't. And the thing is, it wasn't just guiding so, horses. So that Noble. horse played bumper cars with other horses. So did uh, Noble Indy. Noble Indy got rocked early, yes. Noble Indy got uh, pinched, uh, pinched in this It's as unbelievable. Well. And it's not, this isn't a case of like, oh, it's sour grapes. It is what it is. It's true. No one's accusing anybody of doing anything illegal. uh, But look, even the owners of the other horses and the other jockeys are talking about this, in which Florent Giroux unexpectedly brought his horse up early and took the first turn notably wide before (laughs) coming back to the inside rail on the backstretch and in doing so, blocking a number of the contenders from getting anywhere near justify. Yep. It seemed, Gabe, and you know NASCAR, it was pure, it was a team effort. Horse racing's not supposed to be a team effort. I thought uh, Vino Rosa, who closed really so well Riopo, at the yeah, owner yeah, of yeah. Vino Rosa and Noble Indy, yes. uh, laid the charges against Giroux in restoring hope in an interview with the New York Post. It def- definitely seemed to me he was more of an offensive lineman than a racehorse <laughs> trying to win a Belmont. <laughs> And Justify was a running back running for a touchdown. <laughs> it actually was like That's, that. Yeah, it was like he, he had the ball and he had a restoring big Restoring hope yeah. finished eighth, well off the lead, fading uh, sharply soon yep. after making sure Justify had no challengers Correct. heading into the far turn. They made it too obvious. They actually did. And when you rewatch it, you see specifically what Giroux is doing, and he's basically just screwing anybody that's getting a run going. Watched it three times, Marantz. You said it, and and that's the thing. Like I, I was actually shocked and baffled at the end of the race. I didn't want to have sour grapes because I had Vino Rosso and and Hopberg, but John Velasquez, was, uh, yeah. who was uh, who was Johnny a jockey, uh, he drove Vino Rosso. And uh, he, felt that he felt that Giroux was helping restoring hope in a matter to protect Justify. Yep. Why would you send a horse that breaks bad and take everybody out, then come back in? That's his job, I guess, to protect the other horse and to work for them. You've got to give it to them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the fact, though, who else would the... Riopol goes yeah. on to say, we watched him rush up like he was a quarter horse, <laughs> make a quick right-hand turn, then turn left. Exactly. And then he pinned Bravazo on the rail. Yes. An angry Riopol uh, told the Daily Racing Forum after. He looked like a damn bodyguard, making know. sure no one got close to justify. It's so true. It's true. I watch it. You watch it multiple times. I've watched it multiple times. Baffert has a history of doing this. So, hey, people, he's not going to play fair next time. Be be prepared. Be prepared. Understand what's going to happen. Yeah, you he, know. If Bob Baffert has two horses in a race and one of his horse could get to an accolade, be very, very careful I how always, you approach the race. I've always thought it was shady that, that an owner could have two horses in a race. To yeah, some have with. three, you, some you have should, four. You shouldn't be allowed to. Because of instances like this. It's, and, a great, it's actually a really good point. And this isn't an owner, yeah. actually. It's the trainer. Yes. Bob you know Baffert's I mean? a trainer. Yeah. And listen, let's just be real. Owner, uh, the, the owners don't always know what the trainers are up to, as we know. 
And trainers have been banned for me, 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 yeah. me. We know about, ooh, there's the syringe. So here's Gary West, who owns Restoring Hope, furious with the way his horse was run during the race. Yep. I have no earthly idea what Florent was thinking or what his strategy was. Had I known better, the first eighth of a mile I would have thought was a quarter race horse, not the mile and a half Belmont. Maybe the horse was completely out of control and no. Florent had no choice. I'll never know. Yeah. That's I like that last point basic basically saying, yeah, yeah, no. Hey, yeah, no. Hey, he hey, knew Bob something Muller. was shady. Hey, Bob Muller. I mean, yeah. <laughs> shady. Bafford got to Giroux. Baffert gets to a lot of people. Baffert got to Giroux. He's the Ric Flair of horse racing, Gabe. I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. He says what he tells him. Listen, I'm going to hook people. you up down the road with some great drives, some great rides, some great horses. I don't know how it happened. But Giroux had no reason to do what he no, did. He didn't. No, exactly. Like, he screwed restoring hope. Yeah. Okay. And you can make an argument, and we've seen it all the time, driver slash jockeys, you know, drivers in, in, the, uh, in the harness, uh, you know, jockeys in yep. the thoroughbred. They do strange things. They do. Usually there'll be an explanation for it after. Yeah, you know, I, I had to do this. He was running out of gas, so I had to cut on the inside here. I had to do this. They have, they have a reason. Giroux has no good reason to explain why he ran all over the place wildly and then systematically, just by coincidence, happened to keep on boxing out anybody that was getting a good run in an angle of justifying. You, you, you said a great thing, though, earlier. It's it's so when you watch this race again, it's so obvious they didn't do a good job, like just kind of keeping it yeah, a little bit of traffic. He did it in such an extravagant way. It was so obvious that something was going on. And I'll tell you the fact so even the, Randy no, no, Moss. No, the, the stewards, the stewards, that is their job is Gabe. I've seen inquiries where horses have done nothing and been disqualified. I'm telling you, well, Randy this Moss is not says, the Belmont. They, they, the horse would have been disqualified on the replay after the race. Randy Moss has said. The restoring hope or sort of running interference a little bit to keep Noble Indy from getting yeah. up there would justify, but that's fine. It's perfectly legal. It might be legal technically, but it's highly unethical. It, it is. It is highly unethical. I mean, I, I bet on Noble Indy, and he, he, he was a good horse, but he got screwed. He got boxed in. Vino Rosa got screwed. Hopper got screwed. I got I to gotta tell you something, Gabe Gronkowski. The Steve Lewandowski. Unbelievable. The, the second. Oh, yeah, because he, he, no, he had a horrible start. Think he about that. Really oh, yeah, Gronkowski was dead last. I had the first, second, sorry, I had first, third, fourth, fifth for the Super So I didn't have Gronkowski in there, but I had every horse, first, sec, uh, first third, fourth, fifth, nothing. Now, Stan Lewin, uh, Steve Lewandowski, uh, New York Gaming Commission yep. steward, said there are no plans uh, to talk to Giroux or investigate. Yeah. No, 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 no. Of course exactly. not. They're not going to spoil the Triple no, Crown. No, Triple Crown, the sign's already up at Belmont. You saw it. It's like, nee. it's like ready the to go. Owner, the owner of um, Vino Rosa yeah. says Justify is a freak. He's a super horse. He he's is. undefeated, and it's amazing what he's done. Who knows if he would have won the race anyways. We'll never know. No, we will never know. But if you watch the race, you can't, Gabe, and you, we, we, we watch a lot of horse racing. He had a perfect trip. And those other horses, think about a horse's momentum, stopping, getting boxed, stopping, getting boxed. And those horses, Vino Rosso, Gronkowski, and uh, and uh, Hofberg were closing on it. Like, at the end, not like he ran away from them. He ran just a perfect race. He got there. If those horses didn't have to stop and start, stop and start, go six wide, I think, hey, Justify might have won the race, but I'm telling I you, think, I, I really don't think he would have. I think it would have been a hell of a lot closer. It would have been, been a race. couple of other horses pushing him. Uh, would change the, the whole dynamic. Yep. He is a great horse, though, and I, it's I, tough to go wire to wire like he did. It's a true. mile and a half. I love that horse. I no. mean, he didn't fade. He just kept going. He's bigger than Secretariat. When you look at him, like he's an absolute monster, that horse. And he ran it faster than American Pharaoh. 
Impressive. Impressive. No, I'm he's not... being ranked. He's being ranked higher than American Pharaoh. That he's a little bit better than American Pharaoh, even. So you don't want to take anything away from the horse game, but the bottom line was it wasn't clean. So did you know? Like a lot of people are confused about this. They think that it's like artificial insemination. Like so, when the horse. So now, now this is where the real money. Goes oh yeah, in. studs. Yeah, because they made Stud they made a five million dollar bonus for winning yeah. the triple crown. But you think about all the money that goes into this yeah, stuff. All the breeding, the bloodlines. They really didn't make yeah. much. They lost money on this because it's uh, the China Horse Racing Syndicate that owns this. Yeah, horse. See the guy when he picked up the trophy. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was just thinking about the millions and millions yeah. and millions of yen. I don't know what they're called, China Farm yeah, or something, whatever. whatever but a lot of quality. It's there. not like they only bought one horse, right? So they buy a lot of expensive <laughs> they, horses. They buy the best. They buy a lot of expensive horses and hope that one or two of them could do what uh, what Justify just did. Exactly. So American Pharaoh won the Triple Crown in 2015. Yes. And if you're wondering, like a lot of people out there think that uh, they just basically take the um, the sperm of the horse, and um, it's like artificial. Like they just sort of put it in vials and then send a vial. I thought the horses banged. No, like they I do. thought they really. Yeah. No, they do. Yeah, yeah no, they actually like do. They, they they breed. Yeah, yeah, they actually do. They bring in a, a female horse and let's uh, party. <laughs> So, welcome, welcome to the horse party. So get this, American Pharaoh, that's all he does. Is is bang. Yeah, he has sex three times a day. What a horse. <laughs> so pretty much like after breakfast, after lunch, and after uh, dinner. Yeah, he has his he has his little smile. Who's next? Three different, hey, baby. Three different horses a day. <laughs> Come on down. Yeah, three different horses. And uh, you know how much, it, they're like pimps. You know how much they charge to have sex with the horse? So, like, we could bring, like, we could get a horse can yeah. and bring the horse and get it knocked yeah. up if we wanted by, by Justifier and America. So how much do you think American Pharaoh costs to have sex with him? 50K a romp? 100? 200K. A hundred, wow, it's good. Yeah, little, yeah, little, so it's 200K. 200K a bang. 200, wow. yeah. They make $30 million a year. And he's screwing three times a day? Yeah. What a $600,000 just from breeding? A day. Yeah. Wow, the horse industry. And I guess I guess there's a limit to how much he can yeah, even do. Well, so they top out. It's thirty million a year they make. <laughs> even <laughs> slow down, slow down. Because you know they Pharaoh. probably thought, man, like we'll have sex six times, times a, a day, day with him. <laughs> and her public, nah, you know, he's only doing it three times, man. Like, <laughs> you know, we can only get him to do it three times a day. So <laughs> you're killing me, man. Oh, that's so good. Two hundred thousand is a lot to a horse. I'm not an expert on this, but <laughs> no. he's got to be into it, I would imagine, right? It can't just sort of be like if he's, if he's doing it ten times a day. Yeah. So you're saying he doesn't find many horses he doesn't like to have sex with. Well, it's three times yeah. a day. He picks the best of the best. Yeah, so that was 2015 with inflation justify. 300K a bank. Yeah, I'm thinking 250 or 300. <laughs> and they'll make 40 or 50 million a year. <laughs> Just sit back and watch. Watch the money flow. <laughs> so the moral of this story is, is yes. the same thing that we've been telling you the for the last couple of months. The horse racing business is shady as hell. You said it, man. Even you at said the highest it. level. I, tell, tell people about Jim Rome. He hates yeah. Bob Baffert. Oh, he yeah. tweeted, happy for Mike Smith, but I hate, hate Bob Baffert. I yeah. hate Bob Baffert. Bob Baffert screwed him in a race. He took the jockey, he took Rome's horse basically to another state. He did the exact same thing. It's a World Cup. We're going to do a World Cup uh, preview. preview show. Yeah, so, yeah. we're pretty much warning you right now. Um, if you don't like soccer, uh, then you should probably, uh, I don't know, no, no, tur no. turn the computer no, off, turn the radio off. No, no, no. Keep yeah. it on. Keep it on. No, no. I don't want them here. <laughs> I'm encouraging them. <laughs> I'm telling them.
I'm saying, please leave. <laughs> please. <laughs> Sir, if you don't like yeah, soccer, if you don't like beat soccer, it. Like, we're giving you a warning. Like, you know, <laughs> no, we're going to jump in on soccer. But even if you don't like soccer. Lots of ways to bet it. Do you like to make money? Yes. And that's the thing. Even if you're not going to watch the soccer, I mean, it's like investing in a stock. Once you invest in a stock, it doesn't mean you go to the factory and hang out every day at the company you invested in. You can bet on the soccer. You don't have to watch it. <laughs> Sounds like fun, Marenzi. I want to go to the company. Well, if I invested in a stock, yeah, I would want to go and monitor yeah, yeah, yeah. son of a Hey, how come this guy in the line's taking another break? The only thing shadier than uh, the horse racing industry is the stock industry. You tell you tell me, buddy. I remember I used to work at the, I used to work at a refinery, and I was like a summer student. I was pumping out barrels, and these goons came up to me afterwards in the these in the lunch room, right? And they're like, "Hey, we like you, Cam. You know, you talk, you, you like sports." And I goes, "Slow down." Slow down. It's making us look union job. Slow down. Less production. I'm like, okay, I just want to keep my job, guys. <laughs> tough business. Tough business. So that's the reason you operate at a um, medium pace now <laughs> for me- the rest of your medium, life? Yeah, medium, me- medium you've, pace. You've decided to slow down? Uh, just a little bit, Gabe. Ever since... <laughs> Since they told you, yeah, yeah, they say that's not a good move. Uh, too many barrels, hey, that that makes us look bad because they have to improve. They like to take those long lunch breaks. So go to the strip club, come back. Hey, what's going on? So you're saying how you how you're connecting this to the stock industry is that uh, companies' production aren't as good as they can be? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> or am I just saving you <laughs> and saving you and making this into a coherent point? Yeah, we haven't oh, had yeah, any. Uh, we yeah. haven't had a lot of technical difficulties uh, as of yeah. late, uh, but it's been a bumpy, uh, bumpy start uh, here. Yeah, it's like that roller coaster that uh, spit me out there. Wow. We apologize. I might go to Seoul Wi-Fi here. Seoul, you're going to go to make the switch? I don't know, man. I don't want to. Well, listen, there's nothing we can do. I mean, we never really have any problems. Then suddenly, you know, there's problems. It's actually yeah. It's, it's like a, it's like a skier skiing down, you know. Yeah, we're hitting all. Yeah, we're cutting all through the flags, and then we hit a patch yeah, yeah, of ice, and now we're into the wall. Yeah, sometimes there's <laughs> there's there's black ice. Uh, Paul, black ice is dangerous. It's black ice, you can't see it, and then yeah. man, you ski skid. That's a great point. We're seeing cyber ice. Like we don't know where it's coming from. No, it's very very it's, bizarre. It's, it's, we're it's off. Like we're off and running. Bullets. We're ready to go. And uh, just a couple of hiccups. Nothing major. Yeah. Just a couple of hiccups. Uh, You're here. quick on the trigger though to get back on. Nice and quick. I don't know. As always, I blame Florio. So, you know, I'm not. Uh, yeah, that's that's basically where we're at with this. I'm sure there's some sort of shenanigans going on in, in the booth there or something. It's, you know, I don't know. We're, you know. Nope. It's like, why? Why? Why did I bet so wrong? It sounded like you bet bet pretty right last night. Yeah, Guys, whatever. Keep it up. We were four and two, but with baseball, it's hard to get ahead with the return on investment just because of the odds. Listen, we talked about the Boston Red Sox, and I didn't understand a number in that game. With Manny Machado being out, the Boston Red Sox ended up closing at uh, like minus one forty-five. Huge team in that movement. I know they were actually the game was like a pick'em the night before. Um, so I didn't understand that number, and then conversely, I also didn't get. The Angels and the Mariners number, and we're gonna have to go back one more time to the Mariners again tonight. The Mariners are now um, eighteen and five in their last twenty-three baseball games. It's eighteen and five, man. These guys are on a a torrid pace. 
it seems like every day we talk about Nelson Cruz, it's like, well, he can't continue this, right? He's not going to hit another home run today. But, but he, he does. can. He does. Ever since Robinson Cano has been out, Nelson Cruz has just been, like, terrorizing opposing pitchers, going deep repeatedly. Um, they, hit, they hit three home runs last night in the first couple innings of the baseball game. They get production from, from like, just, you know, sort Everybody. of role players yeah. and – Tonight it's uh, Mike Leak time, and I tell you, I didn't take Mike Leak. Uh, we'll get to DFS um, time later, but I didn't take Mike Leak. But I'm starting to think maybe I should have, and it's hard not to like the Mariners again tonight. Yeah, the only guy you got to be scared of, and he's the, always the guy you're scared of when you're dealing with the Angels, is Mike Trout, Gabe. His numbers at Safeco, unbelievable stuff. 64 games at Safeco, 18 home runs, 329 average with a 672 slugging percentage. One angel that gets it done there, but... You know what the problem is? He can't do it all himself. The rest of the guys got to get on base for Trout to, to get him in. No, I, I, you don't want to step in front of Seattle right now. They're playing great baseball, and you said it. Just the way they formulate that team, I, I love it. It's old-school style. You get D. Gordon, you get on base, you manufacture runs. Everybody, Everybody's hitting. Zanino can hit dingers up and down that lineup. You, they can beat you in so many ways. It's nice. Maybe this is the year. We've always see, seen Seattle always fall short, always gag. Maybe they can get it together, but they need pitching. So we're talking about um, the World Cup. Uh, big man on campus is going to join us. Jeff Nadu will talk about the World Cup. We're going to run through each group, and uh, we're going to put together some winning parlays uh, right now. We're going to take that Golden State Warrior money. Roll it over. And roll it over onto some uh, what we think is pretty safe World uh, Cup parlays in which, listen, it's the World Cup and there are so many different ways that you can approach and bet on the World Cup. And, you know, a lot of times, listen, we're going to get involved in the games and we're going to end up with way too much money on some, you know, Peru versus Denmark game or something like that at some point in time at 10 in the morning. <laughs> it's going to happen, obviously. It's going to happen. Uh, but I think the way to approach the World Cup really is in futures. And you and I have talked about this, Cam. You and I have both we both left a lot of money on the table over the years in the futures market sure. by being too impatient and then saying, well, I'll just approach it game by game. And I think the World Cup, while we'll sprinkle on the games, I think the real money is there to be made in these future bets as far as uh, which team will advance out of each uh, group. So, of, uh, of course, there's four, uh, four teams in a group. Yep. It's a round robin. Two teams. teams advance. Two teams advance. Two go home. Two go home. Some of those, I was looking at some of the groups, man. So that one group H, that's a tough one. Now, there are a couple. That's what I was going to talk to Big Man about because that one's really tight. When you look at the odds for those teams, anybody can get through. But some are locks. You talk about it. Like, there's certain teams like France and Germany. Well, we'll be, we'll be talking about every group, not just uh, group H. But feel free to ask them about group H. <laughs> oh, I was thinking that. Yeah, well, with Poland, Senegal, Colombia, no, and Japan, is. it's kind of like one of the, I looked at it the is odds. Tricky. It's one of the trickier ones. It is. That is that is one of the trickier ones. But there there are a few teams in which... It would be an absolute monstrous upset of, like, epic proportions if they advanced. And those are the teams that will isolate and uh, bet not to qualify, such as uh, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is not qualified. Like, Sa- Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia is uh, probably the worst team in the entire tournament uh, coming into this. Uh, Uruguay is going to win this group. Now, Uruguay is minus 138 to win a group, and I think that's actually one of the better bets uh, to win a group in which I don't think the mainstream public realize just how good the uh, Uruguayans actually are. 
the second-ranked team in South America after Brazil uh, coming into this in qualifications, a, 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 an experienced team that's had success in the past but before. I'm not saying they're going to win um, the um, – I'm not saying they're going to win the World Cup, but I think they're going to win this group. They're definitely going to get out of the group and to qualify their minus 600. So. Did you have any concerns about the South American teams in the history of playing in Russia, like more taking more European clubs if you're having to, uh, trouble making a decision on team? A lot of them don't fare very well when yes. they go to Europe. Yes and no. They don't win, but it doesn't mean they're yeah. going to get eliminated in the first round. Yeah, exactly. Like Uruguay, minus 138 to win the group. Them and Russia should get through. You, you talked about it. Now, Russia, Saudi Arabia is 40-1 to 1 to win the group, and Egypt's plus 550. Yeah, but Russia, Russia are way, 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 way overvalued. Like, Russia are no good. Like, Russia are not good. They're just not. Like, there's not even sort of a redeemable, well, maybe if they do this or if this guy. No, like, they don't have anything. And they're being hyped due to the power of Putin. It's the yeah. Putin, it's Putin power. Putin power. Peepee. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's Putin power, power play here, in which uh, people are just convinced uh, that uh, Putin's so powerful and that FIFA is so corrupt and that the soccer world is so corrupt that Russia will, will advance because home teams generally have done well in the past. So we're, we're into Group E right now. Brazil, Switzerland, Costa Rica, and Serbia. Another very tricky group after, after we Brazil, get after yeah. Brazil here. This one, I don't know. It's sort of like France in that France is going to win that group, too. We should just put that in, and it'll really bump the parlay up. You just told me two minutes ago. You don't get greedy. Don't worry. We're building it. Okay, okay you're, you're right, right. All right, all right. You're what right. What the hell is it? What's going on with you? Okay, okay. So Brazil that. minus 1,600 then. Is there any way Brazil doesn't win this group, big man, against Switzerland, Costa Rica, and Serbia? No, nah, they're going to win the group. No. No, pick them to win the group minus 350. Put it in there. Uh, I don't want to hear any uh, complaining, no whining. Put it in. <laughs> say goodnight. We want to the next group. Yeah, Listen, they're safer they're the than France. It's an easier group. So, the, yeah. so, so yeah. big man, uh, the France one, do we do we, do we go, do we do both minus 350? No, or, just okay, 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 okay. I'm just, I'm just getting get the recipe, game. Getting the recipe. You know, Brazil, Brazil, it's you know, the matchups. Listen, Costa Rica advanced. In 2014 in the World Cup, they have a world-class goaltender. They pretty much have the same team, actually, uh, that did this before in 2014. But they got really lucky in 2014, and they're just kind of older now. Like, they're not – they don't really have any young star or anything that's going to put them over the top. They do have one of the better goalies uh, in the world, but they're in tough, uh, big man. As uh, Tell people how good Switzerland, Switzerland are. Switzerland are good. They're, they're a good European side here, uh, big man, the Swiss. They, they are. The, the problem that this, the rest of this group is going to have against Brazil is the rest of this group is very rugged. Uh, they're very yep. take your lunch for work. Let's play defense. Serbia. The Serbians are very hard-nosed, defensive. Costa Rica, very much known for defense. Uh, the Swiss. The one concern I have with them is, do any of these teams have a, a guy that can go score goals? Because I don't know if I see it. Swiss have Jordan Chikiri and, and, and Mitrovic for, for Serbia and maybe – Brian Ruiz for Costa Rica, but I unfortunately think if Brazil doesn't get nine points there, I'd be quite surprised. I think they're just going to kind of break those teams down. It'll be a nice battle for second, but I don't think anyway they're going to win this. All right, so now now we're in a plus 120, Kev. 
Plus, the stew, oh. the stew started to taste better. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're like the uncle at the, at the Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, I need some paprika. So Let's get, go. get away yeah. from the pot here. Exactly. Yeah. Stay away. I like the t- I like the taste test. More, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's so a group F. Yep. Germany. Ooh, what a group this is. Germany, Mexico, Sweden, and South Korea. And I got to tell you, I'm starting to buy into the Mexicans. Uh, right now, not to win the group, obviously, but, but to come second, yeah, you know, at minus one ten, a little Germany, Mexico. Well, we're not putting them in the parlay because it's minus one ten, but Germany. Listen, I've got Germany winning it all and winning the tournament, so I think they're going to win this group. South Korea will be the outsiders on this. Is that almost the best way to go? And let's put South Korea not to qualify in this. I mean, Germany, Mexico, Sweden, South Korea. What's the safest bet here, big man? Is it Germany to win? The, look, Germany to qualify is minus 1,200. That's the safest bet. South Korea not to qualify is minus 600. Yeah, the, the safest bet is Germany to win the group. Uh, no, no one's beating them. <laughs> I mean, it's just not going to happen. I mean, I, I think South Korea has zero chance. They're one of the minnows in this team. I want to make this very clear, and this is nothing against – um, you know, Iran, you know, uh, Japan, South Korea, all the Asian sides. But they're just not very good, frankly. I mean, they're an awful qualifying group. Uh, you're, you're qualifying with the likes of, I mean, Syria and, and, and Iraq and, and, and some of these really small countries that really aren't focused on soccer particularly. They're just not a good Some of these countries group. that, uh, for lack of a better word, are war zones. Yes. Co- correct. Yeah, that, and, yeah, and, you know, again, for what it is, yeah. And I mean, China's a bad qualifying group. You're 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 qualifying with Uzbekistan, and it's some bad bad sides. Um, Mongolia. I mean, just it's it's no good. Um, the still level sounds better. It still sounds better than Concacaf. Yeah. <laughs> good point. No, no, just and kidding. actually, no, no, I'm kidding. Can, I'm kidding. If you can believe it, Oceania, which is like New Zealand, that area, um, they yeah, yeah. they're they're qualifying with like the Cook Islands and like Tonga. So um, there's there's Fiji. Really, low. they play against yeah, yeah. correct. They don't even have a team in this competition, so that shows you how bad it is. But, yeah, I, I think South Korea not to qualify would probably be the absolute safest bet other than Germany to not win this group. But p- take your pick. South Korea is probably. How about both? That's why Canada can't get Like Canada, like they, they try to qualify, they can't beat like Grenada. Like we go to Grenada. And and Hondur- like, Honduras used to kick our ass. Well, Honduras are good. Yeah. And, and that's Honduras what's so disgusting about like Costa Rica. The, the, the U.S. is dealing with just – just junk and they can't find a way to beat Trinidad and Tobago and Honduras and, you know, no offense, Canada. I mean, the, the, you need to find a way to get No offense. Canada have a good women's yeah. team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The women's team's ranked right. in the world. Yeah, they're, they're, the guys suck. Yeah. Good. US, the, the US does also. Yeah. yeah the, men, the men are terrible. <laughs> See, yeah, Panama, Panama are from that group. Panama yeah. playing that CONCACAF stuff. With and, Jamaica uh, and Canada yeah, and yeah, Honduras. Yeah. USA, yeah. Canada, yeah. Jamaica. That's our exactly. group. Um, El Salvador. Oh, yes. Get pummeled by El Salvador. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not pummeled. But, right. El Salvadorian chicks are hot. Um, okay, so Group F. All right, we'll put Germany in to win the damn group. We're up to plus 193 right now. Uh, the parlays, uh, that stew's getting thicker, Cam. Stew's getting meatier. Sure is. Which leads us into Group uh, G. And then Cam's going to handle Group H. He's the Group H expert. <laughs> um, group G, Belgium, <laughs> Panama, Tunisia, and England. Okay, so the weakest group, you know, we've been picking on the Tunisians and saying that Tunisia's not going to advance, but Panama are actually really outclassed here. Like, Panama is Bel- Belgium's a lock to qualify at 12-1. Yes, uh, Stone and, Cold and England. 
To be honest, Belgium really is probably going to win this group, but that's ballsy to put yeah, that in the parlay. Because they're only minus 120. That'll really jack That's it a up. good standalone bet right there, big man. Belgium's going to win that group. No, it's, it's actually a bet that I've, um, I've already made. But other than Uruguay, I think it's a really solid bet. I mean, listen, I'm a little different than you guys. You guys are obviously very safe. I, I would put that in, frankly. I, I don't see England um, threatening Belgium. Um, but, but as far as the safest safe and bet. And the difference is, let's them. say, big man, let's just say, sorry, I was just going to say quickly about this. Bel- oh, listen, goal differential counts. There's no penalty kicks in the first round, as you mentioned, around Robin. But goal differential does count. And we've seen who's more capable of winning 5-0 early and running well, up Belgium. a score. England or Belgium? Belgium, Belgium do this for Belgium. a living. They just scored four goals on Costa Rica. The yeah, other they were day. down 1-0, too, for an answer. And other, other than Germany, they actually scored the most goals in qualifying. So, but, but I think it's important that you have to mention you had Gibraltar in your group, who is probably the worst team in the world. Honestly, uh, you had Estonia in your group. So, I mean, you put nine goals on the board against against Gibraltar. So, I mean, it, it's hard. But you're right, Gabe. They are known to score. That's all they do. They would definitely beat England on goal difference. I'd be willing. That's where that, that's where that monkey pissed on my uh, shirt, Gabe, in Gibraltar. Remember I told you those flying monkeys? Oh, this, dude, the parlay gets real juicy if we put Belgium to win the group. I like it. It's do plus it. 437 now. Oh, Ooh, starting now. Yeah, if on 500 bucks, we're looking at a couple dimes now. I like where this is going. I really like more do beef. It. More you, beef. You are aware we're going to be sweating out soccer games at 11 in the morning at you some point in time. make it interesting, Gabe. You're going to text me. Okay, boss. What happens if it ties 1-1? Do we advance? <laughs> I'll be like, no, okay. No. Goal no, differential, we, buddy. Yeah, we're going to need to score three goals here, They better buddy. score some goals. But no, listen. I see Belgium beating Panama like four nothing or three nothing or something. In, England yep. and Belgium are going. Belgium through. will mess Tunisia up. They're not going to yeah. ease up, and Belgium knows that the England game will be tough, so they're going to want to rack up the goal differential. Meanwhile, if anyone will get caught or something, I could totally see Panama giving the, the English all they can handle, <laughs> big man. It just happens to them all the time, and, and that's Even the though, problem that England has. They always do that. They had some, and I, I love to go back to this because I remember it perfectly. I remember in the, the qualifiers, England had a hell of a time with the Maltese team, Malta. Uh, they really, it, it was amazing. Malta just sat in front of the goal and would not allow anything in. Um, England will struggle and play down the team's levels. Uh, this is not a great England side. They might be a little under the radar, but um, as far as beating Belgium, they're just on a different level. I like it. The parlay's yep. plus 437. And, Cab, we get into the group of age. I got, I can tell you something. We're not touching anything in the group of, in that group of, in the group of hell here. Hey, big man, it's the only group to win the group. Every team is at a plus. Poland plus 175. Senegal plus 450. Colombia, who, who's a very good side, plus 137. And Japan, the out, uh, they're the outsiders at plus 750. Japan's not advanced. So what about Colombia and Poland? Uh, those are the two I would say, but I pro- you probably have something good to say about Senegal too. These this this group H, man, they can go either way. Yeah, this is the, and and I know Gabe and I have talked about this group. It, it is very difficult. I mean, the Senegalese are, are are a team that I think a lot of people like. Uh, they're an underrated side. Any of these three teams up top could win this. I'm going to fancy Colombia. I just like they've been there. They've done it before. Um, they they just have the best team to me as far as. Uh, the high-level players, some of the great defensive players. 
and Poland had a big injury recently. One of their best defenders is out of this tournament. So I would, if, if I'm looking safe in this group, I'm looking Japan to not qualify. Like I said, we continue to go back to the Asian teams. They're just not very good, frankly. Um, I would also, I would probably include Colombia to qualify. I, I don't. They're the same odds. So that yeah, we could minus two seventy five, minus two seventy five. Throw them both in. Poland are good. But I would. Colombia are very explosive. Cam, what are you saying, big man? Colombia, Colombia to qualify or Japan not to qualify is the best. It would definitely be Japan. It would definitely be Japan because in these kind of bets, I'm going to go with the weaker team. Um, there are yep. certain like Panama and some of these teams. They might not even score a goal, let alone. And a lot of them are just happy to be there. That that's what you have to look at. Um, I think a win for some of these teams, like, like a Panama or a or or an, or an Iran or something, is just getting a result, a draw. I mean, they'd be happy with. So, you know, a team like Japan, I, I think a, a draw would be enough for them. And one of Japan, Japan's I, I not know. advancing. Not All right, advancing. the parlay is plus six thirty-three. I like it. That's just yeah, with Japan it's... not to qualify and not Colombia to qualify. So the parlay is Uruguay to qualify. Portugal to qualify. Yes. Argentina to qualify. France to qualify. Brazil to win the group. Oh. Germany to win the group. Bold. Belgium. <laughs> To win the group. Oh, wow. Japan. Not Sayonara. <laughs> Plus 633. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> I'm very, actually, I endorse that parlay. Now, do me a favor. Put that bet in. Don't include any, like, Korean ping pong or something. Like, put <laughs> yeah, that no, in. That's, what I, that's the thing. I don't Take know what night. he does at night. You know, I'm not here. I leave, I leave and I catch the train, big man. What Gabe does when I'm not wow. in the building, uh, that's, that's, uh, it, it Why happens. do I have a feeling? I really I do like feeling? Zhao Ping Mao, though, tonight <laughs> in the, uh, <laughs> nah. Yeah, why do I, why do I get the feeling you're going to get involved with some futsal in Brazil tonight or something? Gonna uh, mix it in. Yeah, I'm going to take Brazil in the futsal tournament, too. <laughs> this is a pretty good one. Like, uh, no, I'm going to put it in right now. I'm putting it in right now. So the question, the is, question so, is, how much money do we get from Golden State so we can roll into the parlay? Like, I'm, I just want to know what the, what the what, banking numbers are. I have a feeling you're <laughs> 7K. I think you're going to do quite well. Um. We put four hundred and fifty dollars on it. It's a three thousand three hundred and thirty dollar return. I really like that. We're starting to get pieces of that horse back. If it wins, it's just another leg, some hum- like a, a rump. We're almost there, Moretz. Here, I like this. I really like this slow, slow way to get the horse back. I like it. Like three hundred dollars well, pays twenty two hundred dollars. I'm in. Well, do you, let me let me ask you one thing. Okay, before you bet that full down. What do you think about this, Cam? Okay, and I've talked to Gabe about this. I've bet this for $500. It wins $21,000. Okay, let me tell you about this. It's a a three-legged parlay. It's all group forecast bets. Group forecast is basically he's going to finish first and second exactly. I took Uruguay and Egypt in Group A, Spain and Portugal in Group B, Belgium, England in group, uh, Group G, uh, five hundred bucks pays over twenty one k. It's forty one to one. Wow, that's okay. yeah. So, Bel- so yeah, so wow, and it, uh, yeah, so Belgium, England, 
What else? Oh, wow. Okay, Uruguay. Yeah, I know what. Big man, that looks good. That looks really good. What is it? Uruguay, really Egypt. Get Uruguay, Egypt. Uh, Belgium, England. And um, Spain, Portugal. Spain, Portugal. They're like exactus now, camp, so they need to finish uh, exactly one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two or yeah. either or. It could be either or. It's like an exact box. It no. doesn't matter. What? No. It, it, it pays Why, you're saying you're – no, I'm it's saying Uruguay needs to finish first in a group. Egypt oh, okay. Needs to finish second Spain in a group. has to finish first. Portugal yes, second. Belgium, Belgium first. first England yes. second. So it's not. It's an exact and not an exact. Yes, box. but it okay. legitimately could happen. It's pretty fat odds. Yeah, very good. Like he's returning five hundred and one k. And what you can do is you can if you if you get scared, take Russia to qualify. That way, you know, you really are scared about it. All right, Big Man's going to hang on uh, for a couple more minutes on the other side. We'll jump into a couple of the props and stuff that Cam's word we're going to get in. Listen to Game Time Decisions every Monday through Friday from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. 